Welcome to Real FM Rewind. Here's some highlights from the week. So, Anson, last week I mentioned a little bit judgmentally, I will admit, that I've been seeing a lot of people put up their Christmas trees already. Yes. Like, it's it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've been kind of surprised by it. Yeah. And then last night I walked out of work and I looked up at the lights on the street and yeah. I saw the snowflakes falling. Yeah. And I was like... Oh, okay. It's time for Christmas stuff now. Yeah, Christmas spirit. Exactly. So on my way home, I'm listening to Christmas music. Okay, wow. My husband and I are talking like, we should put up lights this weekend. Maybe we should decorate too. And maybe we should make the Christmas cookies and watch the Christmas movies. So apparently I am also fully entered No Christmas until Thanksgiving unless it snows and then all bets are off. Exactly. I've always said this, I'm willing to try anything twice, uh, but this one might get the single try and the put down. Thanksgiving might get a little bit weirder this year. Green bean casserole flavored seltzer water is now a thing. Sparkling water has been super popular among you know my peer group, the millennials, and basically everyone. I think a lot of people are discovering that sparkling water can be really good, but the brand Ora Bora is introducing sparkling water flavored green bean casserole Uh, The company said the seltzer has a sweet, earthy, and buttery flavor. It's like taking a bite out of a perfectly crunchy, succulent green bean. That doesn't sound like something that I would necessarily enjoy. Um, I go more for the lime and the kiwi flavors, but uh, (laughs) green bean seltzer. This might be a good addition to the kind of gag gifts if your family is into that through the Christmas and Thanksgiving season. But hey, if you're someone who just wants to have kind of a uh, seltzer experience through your Thanksgiving. I guess there's your answer from uh, Bora Bora. Not sure about that one. Now you get a good cranberry sauce uh, sparkling water situation. I'm, I'm willing to do that. Hey, Zoe here hanging out with you on Real FM, and I'm going to be brutally open and honest with you right now. As a young adult, I have been struggling with finding community. I've been struggling with finding it at my school because I'm not a traditional student, and I'm in an interesting place in school, and it's just sometimes hard to feel a sense of belonging there for a lot of reasons. And then at church, I'm in that weird spot, you know, as a young adult, I don't have kids, so I'm not part of that group. I'm, you know, not a teenager, so I'm not in that group. And I'm definitely not, you know, really old, and so I'm not in that group. So just kind of lost in that area of life. And I've also had not good experiences in church itself. And so there's that added onto it. And then just the added struggle of being a young adult who's busy all the time and can't always connect with my friends who are also super busy all the time. So there's all these facets which seem to push and pull me, make me feel lost and alone and struggling with that sense of belonging. And I'm happy to say that it's starting to get better. I found some people and we're getting together consistently and the internet is very helpful for that. But I just wanted to let you know if you're struggling, whatever season of life you're in, maybe you're like me, young adult, maybe not, maybe you do have kids and you're still struggling with that sense of community and belonging. I just wanted you to know that it can get better and it usually does with, you know, some determination and God on our side, we will find our people. 
Can you believe it, Kara? Thanksgiving is next week. What? Yeah. How did we get here so fast? Just about a week away. That's crazy. Kind of crazy. But there is a part of that that really, really excites me. Uh-huh. And you probably know where I'm going. <laughs> I know what's coming. And that would be pie. Yes. Oh, I love a good pie. <laughs> pie is my favorite food. Yes. And uh, Thanksgiving feels like the holiday for pies. It is kind of the pie holiday, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I was reading today that different parts of the country apparently have different favorite pies for Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. And this is kind of interesting to me because I've always kind of assumed that pumpkin pie yeah. was the de facto king of pies. Or like the patron saint of Thanksgiving Day. Exactly. Yeah. Not that you can't <laughs> have other pies. In fact, you should have other pies. Well, yeah. But that's kind of the main course, right? Yeah, as far yeah. as the pies go. Well, <laughs> apparently not all states feel that way. Okay. A good chunk of the country does think pumpkin pie is the way to go, including my home state of Kansas. Ah, uh, okay. So maybe that's why I feel that way. That's probably true. But the Mid-South, Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Louisiana apparently vote for pecan pie oh, as their number one. Okay. Meanwhile, in the Northeast, Massachusetts, New York, Pennsylvania, apple pie All right. is their choice. Tennessee, Kentucky, that area, oh, uh-huh. they are apparently undecided. They like <laughs> apple and pecan pie. Those are in a tie ah, okay. in those areas. Okay. So which one would you choose if you had to just pick one for Thanksgiving? Oh, man. I mean, pumpkin is just classic, right? right? I like all of those pies. Of course. But pumpkin pie with mom's real homemade whipped cream, Mm -hmm. that's hard to beat. Totally. I do kind of sympathize with Tennessee, though, and their undecidedness. Uh Uh-huh. Because honestly, I think I could go for all three. Oh, yeah. I'm filing this under things that I'm not quite sure I understand. I don't know if this is a gag gift or it's something that people are actually meant to buy seriously. Uh, I'm talking about a giant stuffed bear uh, that's five foot foot seven. It's called the Loving Bear Puffy. $144, by the way. It's said to replace the need for physical presence by someone else. I guess they're marketing it as like a body pillow, but the product description is absolutely wild. It says, the bear becomes part of the family. He's always at home waiting for you. He doesn't snore, doesn't sweat, and doesn't complain. Um, Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) how I feel about this because again uh, the bear is a 5 foot 7 bear it looks like someone is hiding in the inside of it Uh, my note here on this is absolutely not no way Jose if I came home and someone had put this in my house not only would I be asking who spent $140 on this but I would be quickly figuring out how flammable it is because it'd be going in a bonfire there's no way I'm sorry a giant stuffed bear that looks like a dude in a bear suit no thanks Hey, Zoe here with you on Real FM. And like I mentioned earlier, I think a lot of us struggle with community, finding that sense of belonging, doing life with people. It's so hard. And I think part of that is time. You know, we're all so busy running around doing things all the time. It's hard. And a big thing with community, I think, is consistency, being able to do things with people on a regular basis to build those bonds and relationships, doing life together. And so part of what I think helps with that consistency, building that community, is finding a shared activity, an activity that you and your friends with the people around you can do together. You know, maybe it's cooking or baking together, maybe arts and crafts or going uh, working out together. You know, there's so many different things once we get creative that we can do with the people in our lives and build that community. And something that I have found to do with a group of girls is play Minecraft. 
So that's been my new little community that I have found myself in. We get together in the evenings at the end of a long day and we play Minecraft together and it's so relaxing and also so much fun, but also we're doing life together, even though in a virtual world, because we're sharing stories about our day, talking to each other, being there for each other. And we're also there in the real world outside of it, but just having that consistency and that shared activity has meant a lot for building my own little community. And maybe something like that could be helpful for you too. Anson, do you remember that song from when we were kids from Vacation Bible School? Zacchaeus was a wee little man. Ah, uh, yes. He climbed up in a sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. I won't mm. sing it because <laughs> you, you already know what it sounds like. I do remember it, yes. <laughs> so I was listening actually to the story of Zacchaeus today on a little podcast that I listen to occasionally uh, that has some scripture reading and then it has like pauses for you to think about what was read. So I was listening to the story of Zacchaeus and something stood out to me that I've never really noticed before. The story starts like this. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. Mm. And I was like, huh, he couldn't see over the crowd. And I know this is, this is a very like abstract and he's like literally short and can't see over them. But I yeah. was like, I feel like in my life, sometimes other people who are following Jesus can unintentionally block my view of who Jesus really is. Mm. Or I can I can let that happen in my head because yeah. I assume, okay, the way they treat me is gonna be the same way Jesus would treat me, right? Right, right. And hopefully that's true a lot of the time, but sure. it's definitely not true all of the time. Sometimes we're a bit hypocritical. Yeah, and in this crowd, it was not the case. In fact, in, in a literal way, Jesus comes along, sees Zacchaeus up in the tree and goes, hey, come on down, I'm gonna stay at your house today. <laughs> the crowd goes, uh, excuse me. Yeah. That guy's a sinner. Right. What are you doing? People had a problem with that. They had a problem with that. So this this particular crowd did not reflect Jesus' heart because at the end of the story, Jesus says, hey, guess what? The Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. So if you, like me, sometimes struggle differentiating, okay, what's Jesus and what's the crowd? Sometimes you got to climb a tree, get a better look and see, okay, what's Jesus really like? I'm not really one that builds gingerbread houses, but I might build a Pop-Tart house this year because apparently they're gonna give one fan $15,000 to help with their mortgage. All you have to do is build your favorite gingerbread house with Pop-Tarts this year for a chance to win the prize money towards your dream house. <laughs> 15 grand to build a house with Pop-Tarts. I think the biggest challenge for me is one, the actual construction of the gingerbread house because I'm never good at that. It always kind of crumbles and looks more like a disaster zone uh, than it does a gingerbread house. But two, I think Pop-Tarts, I like them too much. I'd be snacking on them the whole time. So it would look like a giant monster took a bite out of the house, but maybe that's what they're going for. So I think this year I'm gonna replace the gingerbread with Pop-Tarts and see where it goes. Might win 15 grand, oh my gosh. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind. <laughs>